Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And today we have special guest, Vicky. Hi. She is Skyping us in all the way from London to talk about mm-hmm. <laughs> to talk about a movie that Emily and I have been infatuated with, I guess is the best way to describe it. Definitely. There's really other other than I would might use the word obsessed, but you know, same same thing. Yeah. Same kind of idea, which idea. is Call Me By Your Name, Luca Guadagnino's film this year that I think went to Sundance and somehow did not mm-hmm. land in my lap until we saw it um, a few weeks ago at, at the movies. There just was not a lot of like advertising for it. I think I saw like one sort of mini like Instagram trailer and that was it. Yeah. I never saw anything else for it anywhere. Um, I I just saw it as kind of like a buzz for the Oscars and that I should see it and that it had some Greek art see, that took I, place I, in Italy. I, huh? I saw a lot of advertisement for it. I don't know. There was a lot. Where was it where me. was it on? Where on Facebook? Yeah, online. Yeah. On I think Facebook. I did where I saw it on Facebook. But I follow like all those movie things. So it knows me. <laughs> It like want it had puts the algorithm in there for me to find all of these movies. Like Lady Bird would not shut up. You know? Yeah, saw a lot of stuff for Lady Bird all the time. Yeah. That was a good movie. Yeah, that was also good. Also had Timothy Chalamet in it. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, who was great. <laughs> but uh we're not gonna talk about Lady Bird now because we are gonna wait for our Oscar predictions podcast to really delve in deep with the rest of the movies that are going to be nominated because Lady Bird probably will be as well. Once the Oscar noms come out on Tuesday. Yeah. Just saw that on Twitter this morning. Don't know when this is coming out, but Tuesday. Probably Monday or Tuesday. Tuesday the... The 23rd. 23rd. Which is the day I'm leaving. (laughs) Which is the day Alessandra leaves us. I'm moving to New York City. Oh no, everyone's going to be on, on Skype call. Oh, yeah. Definitely. All right, well, uh, so let's just, I guess, get into this. Um, so Emily and I went to see this um, a few weeks ago. When did you see it, Vicky, and why? I Okay, so I was actually at a, uh, so in my program, um, a couple of us had the, uh, had a movie night, um, and it took us over an hour to decide what movie to watch, oh and I God. kept pushing for Call Me By Your Name because I really wanted to see it. Um, and after much deliberation, we finally decided on it. And it was really fun watching it in a group um, and all like commenting all the time. It was really fun. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you didn't watch it in the theater? No, I, wa- no, I watched it at, at my friend's house um, with four or five other girls. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, a really like engaging film from the beginning. I remember just being giddy from the moment it started like thinking this is the best thing I've ever seen and I just like was sitting there just like my face was in a smile the entire time 
I mean, I kept hitting Emily. I wouldn't say I was giddy <laughs> yet, like, when it first started. Because, cause funny enough, we were actually supposed to go see Downsizing. Yeah. And, and... I don't know why, why Alessandra. Okay, no, you're the one who wanted to see it. It was not I, me. I thought it sounded interesting, and and until until I heard that it got such bad reviews, I was like starting to steer away from seeing it. And we were I kept, walking out and of I the car, hinting that at Alessandra. I was like, well, I don't know if I want to see it because it's kind of been good. because I it was a cool idea. I wanted to see just for the idea, but you know, Alessandra never said anything. She just like kept just. I didn't. I never once you realized. You never questioned. That, you never questioned me. I didn't question it until the minute we got to the theater, and I said, "You know what, man? I don't think we should see this movie because it didn't get very good reviews." <laughs> it wasn't until I said that. I said that. I was like, "You know, Downs." I heard Downsizing actually didn't get very good reviews. I didn't. Really I don't really care. know if I want to pay for it. And I mean, I think we were on the same page. We just didn't. We just didn't tell each other about it, which is a very good allegory slash metaphor for this movie. We were communicating. Which, which is exactly what happens in this movie between the two leads. <laughs> I'm just saying they were not communicating <laughs> because they were worried about what the other one thought. <laughs> My God, and they didn't actually voice what they wanted to say <sighs> to each other. And so, what, what were the other? What were the other? What were the other options at um, AMC? When I mean, we, were there? we had, I guess, like Shape of Water and like yeah, other. I think Shape of Water was still playing. You know, like Jumanji was like the big hit of the week, so that's where everybody was. And oh, there was long lines God, for no. it. And Emily and I went to the way back to this empty little theater. Yeah, call, call me by your name. Had moved to the way back of the theater, and and there was, I mean, there was quite a few people in there by the time it started. Yeah, and but like, I think I'd say like ten. I thought we were, like, enjoying it I'm quite a lot. I'm surprised they played it at the AMC, honestly. It was, like, a limited one. It was at the Rolling Hills one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so then so then by um, by the chances of fate, yeah, we watched Call Me By Her Name. And it was definitely <laughs> the, the greatest decision ever. I know. <laughs> so, I mean, from the beginning, it starts in Italy, and I was already so excited just to... Like to hear that first opening song with the like the music and just all those beautiful pictures of that Greek art, the statues, yeah, and just like what is this? What am I getting into? Is this going to be really sad? Is this going to be happy? I I don't know what kind of tone, but like that that first the beginning, it's like the music just really set the tone for the film, and it was kind of like cheery and carefree, you know, yeah, like it didn't have all of its emotional intensity yet. Um, but I did love the, the, the writing. It's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, j- just gorgeous. Um, and right when you start, it's like this is a beautiful place. It's Italy. I see all these Italian things, like just aesthetically from the beginning, like lots of little mm. Italian, like the the tile on the ground and the brand of the beds and just like the doors, like being so heavy and everything is kind of like that style in Italy where it's just a little bit older, a little bit more like sturdy, you know? And you kind of like sturdy felt that way. Sturdy but weathered, yeah. but 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 picturesque, <laughs> but like ancient. <laughs> yeah. And I mean they went to so many watering holes and, and things and it was just gorgeous, like at least the first half of the film before they get together is just so beautiful to watch. So everything mm-hmm. you're watching, it's like these beautiful people in this beautiful place and just t- 
Timmy gazing at Army the entire time. Like a disclaimer, <laughs> uh, spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, oh yeah, I mean, so should we like what should we go at it from like from the beginning, like initial thoughts of the entire thing, and if that changed over time or like what did you think, Vicky? Um, I mean, I had a kind of an idea of what the plot would be. Um, my friend told me about the peach scene before I had seen it. Oh, really? Oh, so you were you were already so aware of that. We did not know about I have that. No I was idea. expecting. I was oh, expecting the peach scene. I was like, when is this happening? What? I mean, so that was something. Um, that was something I was looking out for, for sure. But, like, initially, um, like, right yeah. after you watched it, like, what was... Did you like it? Oh, I loved it, yeah. I thought it was beautiful. I thought the cinematography was beautiful. The way... I don't know, the acting was fantastic. That last scene with Timothy where he's looking at the camera for five minutes. Yeah. I loved that. That was amazing. It's amazing. No, I, th- I thought it was a great movie. Yeah. Oh, that's I thought it was very. I thought it was very simple, but beautiful. Yeah, I think that's... Yeah, I'd say the same. Simple, but, like, simple just in story and overall, like, kind of just how it was laid out, but I feel like it was very mm-hmm. complex on the emotional side. Yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah, with how much... Because cause I'm also going to be comparing it a lot, uh, Alessandra and I will be comparing it a lot to the book, we, we, which, yes. which Alessandra has finished. I'm about over 100 pages in, so I'm about halfway through, um, but I'm already seeing tons of similarities yes it's crazy like mm-hmm. how spot on this book is yeah the movie is to the book and like, it's crazy it's crazy because when timothy is is performing you're watching all of these little subtle nuances in his face that make you think like what is this kid thinking but like you can see through it like he's yeah. trying to put on a, a front that he doesn't care but it's clear that he does care because because in the book this is all laid out for you like he, his, it's from his perspective and so it's easy to get into the head of the character because it's like I did this I thought this but so. it's crazy because instead of just putting in like an inner thoughts section like in the movie which I I like that they didn't right Timothy was just showing it all on his face and, and his and, body movement yes and like his mm. positioning and so well, when I'm reading the book now I'm like thinking back to that scene and like I'm I'm picturing the faces that this kid is making yeah while he's thinking these things constantly because the book is just him constantly thinking about Oliver yeah it's just always thinking about just Oliver. thinking not barely even talking just thinking but, you know you so the movie does a good job with that too because you're watching this film and it's all the relationship like the relation between Elio and Oliver like honestly most of the mm-hmm. time you're thinking about Oliver because you, you Elio's thinking about Oliver and you're you're watching Elio going around unless he's with Marzia he's thinking about Oliver and then even when he is with Marzia he's thinking about Oliver like he's checking his his watch like incredibly like incessantly that day that Oliver told him to meet at midnight he's like he's just checking it all day like constantly even when he's with Marzia it's like he's he's like separated them completely because he's completely and utterly infatuated with this man yeah and just like insanely infatuated with him and it's but he's and you could just also tell you could tell like i don't know i just felt so 
tense during that whole movie because like yeah. I, could, I could feel how tense that Elio was, but like how he was still putting on a front. Like I was, it was crazy. It was seriously insane. I know he just does a fantastic so do you think, job, huh? Do you do you think it's important to have read the book in order to get a different view of the movie? No, the movie no. comes first no. always. This in this way. I mean, you you could read the like read it first and then watch it. I mean, I think I think the book just adds like an added there is more an added element. Yes, which 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 okay. I was hoping for because after the end of the movie, um, I guess I can go into my inner my my thoughts of the movie. Sure. Um, so I only had a very from from watching just a single Instagram trailer from and maybe even just ten seconds of that. I was like, okay, it's a love story, cool. Yeah, like that was all I got. That was all I had. I had no idea yeah. where they were. Like coming in, I had no idea they were even in Italy. I had no idea where these people were. And we had had Mortadella before watching this movie. And we had Mortadella before the movie. So if that's not if that's not fate, I don't know what <laughs> is. And um, and so, and then just watching it go along, like I just remember feeling very nostalgic because of course the summer the summer else and I went to Italy and that was very great um and seeing a lot of the same stuff that I saw made the movie feel very different to me like I just like I was here like this is crazy how similar like like similar not even experiences but like you know just similar things that I noticed that Elio like with um experiences every summer mm -hmm. and um so I thought that was very cool um and then and then, I don't know, by the end, I don't really know. I, I felt very just speechless and just kind of thinking a lot by the end of the movie. Um, mm -hmm. But when I knew it was a love story, I like to kind of pick, like, I not pick, but I like to see where the relationship kind of, like, starts. Like, mm -hmm. I love finding that spot in, like, Pride and Prejudice, where, like, everything just, like, yeah. switches and does, like, a 360. Which, I, I thought there was a point in this movie where everything just switches over. But by the book, you already know that Elio was always obsessed with Oliver the second he came. Yeah. So I thought that was very interesting to find out later. Because yeah. in the movie, I'm like, where does... Like when when does everyone change their mind? Like I, I like to I think I like to find that and it wasn't there because it was always there. I think it was obvious though in that scene where Oliver was dancing with that girl like at night. Like mm -hmm. the late, yeah. Late, yeah. Late, late, that song. He's sitting there with his like beer and his cigarette and all of the people are like, Oh, he's gonna get with her. Don't you think that they're a cute couple? And Elio's like, I guess... And he looks very mad. Yeah, he's, like, pissed off. And he's, like, sitting there, and that's a pretty long shot as well, like, of just Timothy, like, staring at, at him, like... And you watch his face, and you're like, oh, this kid's, like, in love with him. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, that was the moment, I think, when I realized that that was it. This is a solid thing. See, but I... I agree with Emily that you. it's hard to tell. Uh, the whole time at the beginning, I was like, who is going to come on to who? Like, it was right. just very unclear, mm -hmm. like, where everyone's feelings were lying. It wasn't until the short scene that everything became very clear. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's if even, you don't have it by that think, scene, yeah. like, it's definitely apparent it's by very that obvious. Scene. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. the first time it became, like, overt. Yeah. All the other ones were very subtle. That's true. And it's like you don't really get a chance to read his his like notes that he writes, um, which say something like, "It's 
he's ignoring me or he, you know. I, I was too harsh. I thought he didn't like me or yeah. I thought he didn't. They're all about Ellie. Like, they're all about Oliver. Yeah. So. In his little notepad. Yeah. Um, I, I thought it felt pretty apparent by, like, the cute uh, piano guitar, like, flirting scene. Yeah. Was that was that yes, before or yes, after the yeah. short scene? That was. Isn't it before? before. It's before. Yeah. So, like, I thought that, that scene was really. I, I love that scene. With yeah. The, with just because I love when Elio plays the piano. I like when he plays the guitar. I love when he plays the guitar. And when and when Oliver's <laughs> laying in heaven, he's yeah. playing the guitar. I didn't know the pool was called heaven. Well, it's right, you know. Did they little... say that in the movie? No, it wasn't. I like, it was really cute. I think it was like heaven was just basically wherever Oliver was laying down doing his work. Or but something. specifically, the pool was heaven. Yeah, I guess because that's where he wanted him to be. But. Um, well, that's where Oliver always liked to be. Yeah, but also, Army... I, I read this really great quote about the fact that Army Hammer has been this actor who's a pretty boy. And he gets these roles that are roles of, like, a really... For a really pretty guy. You know, like, he's been in The Lone Ranger. He's been in The Man from U.N.C.L.E. Like, he was in uh, the... He was the Vinklevoss Yeah, Kings. in The Social Network. And he's, like, a pretty boy, right? So, yeah. it's like... The fact that this film made, like, the director chose him because he's a good actor. He's got more tones than just being gorgeous. But to everyone else, you fall in love with him just on because of his sheer beauty and his, like, Greek, like, Grecian features. It's, like, the fact that, like, he could show through intimacy, like, in moments that he's not pretending to be a rigid masculine kind of guy that those are the moments that you see that he likes elio back and there are several moments in the in the film and then as it goes later and later in the film he becomes more and more um loose he he like loses his his uh like super rigid cis masculinity you know and he like lets go and in the end he's like Here's the psychedelic first song, and he's like, "You're missing it," and he jumps out and just like lets go completely, and just doesn't even bother putting on this front. And it kind of like mimics the way that like Army Hammer is an actor as well. Like you don't expect him to have these undertones, and then it kind of like comes out later. And I thought that did a great job doing that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Definitely, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Army did a fantastic job. They're... They have really good chemistry as well. They do. They really do. And I, I love yeah, watching yeah. all the little interviews with them. Yeah. How they used to, how they were hanging out before the movie had started, where they started recording. Oh, they're so cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely, an, it's like for, I really love how everybody who, like, especially Timmy, he's like, I can't believe people are seeing this movie. Like, we made this movie it's so small. You know, they spent, like, a few months making it, and, you know, he speaks all these different languages and stuff, and it's just, like, but it's such a small film. It's, like, a very small crew, very small cast, like, in this tiny little place, mm -hmm. and everything was, like, not super high budget. Like, it was just, it's a really, like, well-done small film that has so much depth and, like, it may be kind of a simple love story, but in the end it's, like... It has so many shades of, like, so many different, um, the, the book doesn't even have as much of the family overtones as the movie does. Oh, um, definitely not. The I've movie is, like, that. there's relationships between 
friends. There's relationships between family. And, like, you see that all in this, like, Italian landscape, which is exactly kind of the layers of the film. I mean, it's just gorgeous. It's just amazing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, any specific parts? I mean, we could talk about the peach scene a little bit, or we could talk about... um, any other kind of like I mean there's just so many cute little things in this film like when Oliver's asking Elio if he liked his manuscript and he's like I mean I I think he says like uh, maybe it made sense when you wrote it and he was like that's the kindest thing anybody said to me all year and he's like kind and then he just like rolls into the water yeah <laughs> I mean there's like so yeah. many little things like that before they actually break the ice yeah, we could talk about what would you, you what do you think of the scene when Oliver or Elio actually like tells Oliver that he likes him like that whole exchange when they're walking around the the that beautiful one shot around the the statue statue of the, of of the piazza. piazza yeah you know I was a bit I don't know I think when I was watching it I was like are they saying what I think they're saying I think the way they did it was very subtle. Yeah, um, and that's how it was in the book. When, it was when really interesting. like, oh, I don't know what I know. It's like, what? Yeah, I, I also found it I, very I, I, like, I like the way it was done. Yeah, and I think it only works because they were talking about that German uh, story, the, like, um, the story of the princess and the prince, and, like, right before. Yeah, and the knight, the knight who yeah. decides not to speak. Yeah, but, speak like, is it better to speak or to die? And it's like he says, "Does he does he do it?" And he says, "No, he fudges." And in that moment, Elio is fudging. It's like he's saying to, it's like he's saying to Oliver, "I'm fudging. I'm not gonna tell you how I feel about you right now. So maybe we should do it in like five minutes instead." <laughs> like yeah. he 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 had no one to tell. He had no one to like. But it was beautiful when he was laying down with his parents and. He said, I would never have the courage to ask a question like that. And, like, you're sitting there like, oh, my God, that's so sad. <laughs> like, oh, you're hurting because oh, crushes I... hurt. <laughs> that that talk he has with, with his father was maybe one of my favorite scenes of the whole movie. Oh, the end? What, the end? Yeah. I loved that talk he had with his father. I, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. I thought that was so, yeah, so beautiful. And I love the... I don't know. At first, when I when I saw it, I was confused as to what he meant by "Oh, does does mom does mom know?" And he's like, "I don't think she does." Yeah. And it's like, were they talking about Ellie and Oliver or the father and another man? I know. I I I wasn't quite sure either. And I think that it's supposed. I to think be it was vague. the father. Yeah. Yeah. But I took from that with that it was the father that, that had a similar experience, but. Uh, hmm I guess. I guess. Yeah, that... I wasn't able to. That part seemed a bit more open-ended to me, like, just exactly, like, there there was some type of relationship that the father had had in the past, whether it was with a man or if it was with a woman, there was just something, mm-hmm. like, that he had, he had had an ex, an, a similar experience that he was trying to relate to Elio. Um, like an all-consuming love. Yeah, that just, that just, he never spoke, he fudged, and that's an experience that he will maybe regret, maybe it seemed like he regretted it. Yeah. And he tells 
But I the mean, father says, I mean, in the Wikipedia, I'm on, I'm on the Wikipedia, it uh-huh. says in that scene that the father confesses to having had his own love affair with a friend in his youth. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Really to find pleasure in the grief, mm-hmm. since the true love that they share is rare. Yep. And it was, it was interesting. We were, um, I wish, I wish Raymond could be here, but we, we, uh, had discussed, we watched the movie with Raymond and, um, our other friend, which he has been on the show before. And, uh, we had some very interesting discussions with him. Um, Mm -hmm. he, I, I, cause I kind of want to bring, I want to tie in like the vagueness of the movie about now, just because we had a really interesting conversation with Raymond. So the scene where they're playing volleyball and, and Oliver comes over to massage Elio. Yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. and, uh, in the book, it, it makes it pretty apparent that, you know, Oliver was, was, was coming on to Elio trying to show him that he liked him. Um, but Raymond was saying that, you know, the, the acting is so in between and, and that's how, that's how Timothy does like such a great job because in the book, like he's he's trying to hide. He's that, trying like, to hide that he he's likes. He's trying him. to put on a front yeah. that he was getting like he, he was kind of just feeling pain and kind of like wincing away from it. But when he actually really wanted him to massage him, like it's very no, he wanted it. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he so did. But he, he wanted yeah, it, he but he pulled away. Had to show that he didn't want it because you know, like you never just show somebody that you care about them, like. Like automatically, right? Yes, especially, and that was like what within the first week or something that Oliver had been there. I don't know the 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 timeline is 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 all over the place, um, and that's kind of how it feels in the book. Yeah, the it, book it definitely feels like is. It's jumping from from scene full, to scene, yeah, just, present to past, yeah, to like all sideways, over. like it's crazy. But but anyway, but Raymond had brought up that the way it, it really just depends on how you perceive the scene because you know. Someone could think that Oliver was just trying to be like you know a bud and you yeah. know help his friend out, or someone could read the scene as Oliver hitting on Elio, which mm-hmm. is because it's just so you could really take it either way, and yeah. I think that's very that's very great. Like just yeah, having that different perspective of like making yeah, it wasn't that until later in the movie that Oliver was like, oh, that day that was. Yeah, what he intended. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Why do you? Why did you never show me a sign?" And he was like, "I did." Yeah. I love that part. I love that part so much. Yeah, <sighs> really. Like Oliver, Elio is unclear about how Oliver thinks of him until he knows for sure that Oliver likes him when he kisses him, like laying in the grass, like, basically. Because up there is then, no it was just other. A gamble. Yeah, he he does not really show like hardly anything but he does because like he kind of but then it could be construed with like he flirts with everyone because he kind of does and so it's like are the little things that they did to get each other back like why why choose to have elio just automatically say i almost had sex with marcia last night like in front of oliver in front of his dad just to make oliver jealous yeah, that was, yeah. it's just to make him jealous but like up to that point you're like what you know, why does that even... That's odd that he would do that, but it's not odd because he's trying to show that he's masculine and that he doesn't um, have feelings for him. You know, he's, like, trying to sh- to get back at him. And then Oliver does the same exact thing, like, ten minutes later when they're about to go in the car. He's like, uh, you know, I've seen that girl naked. She's got a nice body. And he's like, don't presume to tell me these things. I want to know these things for myself. Don't act like a good host. Like, he's being really bitchy towards him. 
and like it's because yeah. he, he he also feels the tension but like it's so like dude they don't know that each other is feeling this so it's like really hard for them then they're trying to gauge it and i think the director does a really good job with like picking these specific scenes where you're just like uncomfortable because the characters are uncomfortable and the way that they talk to each other is like they have to pick their words like very specifically and it seems like that the, the way that they talk to each other you know yeah and the fact that they pretty much like a lot of the conversations how rare they are um any of the conversations that they do have in the book are word for word. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Like they Unless didn't... they're talking about literature, because they don't talk about literature, like, outwardly. And they talk about literature in the book. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Literature yeah. that we have nothing... I don't really know about at all. Yeah. Wait, okay. In the book, do they specify that this is Elio's, like, first, like, experience? Um, no. You mean, like... like has, he ha- has he had, like, thoughts like this before, or just... Um... He's had he's had sex before. I don't I don't know. No, I think no. it was the first time in, with Marcia was the first time he had sex for sure. Really, the book he he explained it in the book. Uh, that with somebody else. I I don't remember. There, there, I do remember reading a part in the book. Um, but what do you but what do you mean, Vicky? I mean, is this his first? Not not with women, but with men. Is this the first thing he's having, like, thoughts like this? And maybe that's why he recoiled? Um, maybe he wasn't sure? I don't I'm just not sure if the book so. clarifies that or not. No, I think no. He... I can't recall that he... I mean... I don't know if that's the reason why he's recoiling. I think the reason why he's recoiling is because he, these feelings are so strong that it scares him. Like... Truly, yeah. I I don't think it has anything to do with like this is why I think they this like film, stress him out. Yeah, like this is why I think that this film does it. It's like people are like, oh, it's gay. It's really gay, and I'm like, I, I mean, honestly, it's just like a lo- it's like a love story between any people. Like it's just like two people, you know. It's just so yeah. clear to me that this is not like a really gay film. Because it's, like, not. In a lot of ways, it's really not. It's, like, pretty yeah, because, traditional. Because a lot a lot of the feelings that Timothy is feeling, like, I have felt before, like, with a crush. Like, you get... Yeah, you, like, everybody like, who's watches knows. Like, in high school or in, in middle school, like, when you have those, like, super heightened, like, almost on the verge of obsession, like, yeah. emotions towards some random person yeah. who you just pass in the hallway. Like... That just spark that just spark out of like legit nowhere, nowhere. Like just, and you find yourself constantly like those are thoughts that anyone could have about anything. Which is why you connect about you connect with Elio, especially like about somebody like Oliver, and he's like seventeen, so th- he feels like he needs to voice this. He he needs to tell someone, and he decides to tell Oliver, yeah. and it it just happens to be that Oliver does also feel this way. And they actually have, like, a very satisfying relationship. Like, it's completely unexpected that it would even happen. But that's why it's so special. And that's why the story is so wonderful. Because it's, like, satisfying everyone's desires for two people to actually get together. That you're, you know, you're only seeing it from one side of the story until you're not. Until you're seeing it from Oliver's side as well. 
And that's why Army does a great job with like his uncertainty, especially after they sleep together. I think we get a little bit more about why Elio acts the way he acts right after they sleep together. Like, don't oh, tell me because I'm not there yet. Go into that. I mean, I I don't want because okay. So like, what yeah, did you guys think about what he like? What was your perspective of what Elio thought right after they slept? Like, why do you think he's being that way? I was I was very confused as to his reaction after that. I still, I'm still very confused. Did he regret it? I just, I don't know. I don't think it was regret. I think. Why, why was he acting so cold afterwards? Let's see if, if I can get in the mindset of Elio because I haven't gotten to this part in the book yet, yeah. and and I'd and I'd much rather not Alessandra tell me exactly what happens because I'd like to figure. No, it out. I think you. I, I I'd like to read it when I get there. But if I could put put my mindset into Elio's mindset, I would think. Like, does he start thinking about? Maybe he starts thinking about where it might possibly go from there, or because, or maybe, I don't know, maybe, because I definitely don't think he regretted it, because, like, the next morning, he's like, can I have your shirt? Like, so he definitely, and then he goes, he bikes to him, and he says, you know, I'll go, you know. Yeah, but initially in the morning. Yeah, initially he's kind of standoffish. I know. And that's that's always... I just didn't understand that. It's confused me. It, well, okay. This does happen in the book, so I don't think that they just made it out of nowhere. Are you going to read this? You know what? <laughs> okay, so... Because I, I want Vicky to know, and I want to know. Okay. What page is it on? I mean, can I just tell you? No. Oh, God. Just, just say it. Fine, right. say it. So, Elio is like... So, I mean, he gets to a point where he feels a lot of shame for what he did. And I don't know if it's because he slept with a man, because he says he does not feel this way after he sleeps with Marzia. And he gets, like, in his head, this, like, cyclical view of, you know... I don't know if it's what other people think, but it's like his body is, like, feeling shame. And you're like, why is this? But I think it's a kind of like reflex for getting exactly what you want and immediately like, like instead of joy, it's the opposite feeling, which I think happens a lot. Like, I think if, if you like get something you've always wanted and he does get something he's wanted for weeks, you know, which is to be with Oliver. And the fact that he has it, that he's fin, like, that he's done it, it's like his dream is gone. Like, it's over. Like, and that's kind of the, like, shame and depressing. It's kind of like he was he was on such a high and that it has to go to the low right after, you know, because it was, it was mm. so intense. And so that's kind of, like, how I read that because that's why the next day when they get back from their swim, he goes up to him and says, um... He, you know, he goes and tries to um, get him off again. And he's like, oh, you're hard. Good. And then he, you know, Elio realizes that he does still want um, Oliver. Like, he he was kind of, like, worried about not wanting Oliver anymore because he'd already gotten what he wanted. And then after that, no. he, he realized that he did still want Oliver. And that's why when Oliver goes to the city, he follows him and... Oliver's like, 
do you know how happy I am that we slept together? And he says, no, I don't. And he's like, of course you don't know, because you're not in my head. Like, we're not in each other's heads. Like, how are we supposed to tell? And then that's basically when they both decide that they're just going to share everything they're feeling and become one person, which is kind of the idea of Call Me By Your Name. At least from my oh, interesting. <laughs> At least from Alessandro's perspective, because you Wait. see again, who knows? Maybe once I read it, I'll think something differently because that's how vague everything is. Well, also the title and the what they say to each other when they're sleeping together: "Call me by your name, and I'll call me, and you'll, and I'll call you by mine, or whatever, by yours. Call me by your name, and I'll call you by yours. Um, call me by your name, <laughs> I'll call you by mine. And I'll call you by mine. Right? Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So. Um, I mean, because Casey and Raymond asked me, what do you, like, what do you think that means? Is it from something? It's not from anything, but it's kind of the idea that two people are becoming one person and that they see each other, like, they start to wear each other's clothes and start to become the same person because they're so enwrapped in everything that they're doing together Mm -hmm. that it's like he doesn't he just spends so much time with Oliver that it's like they become like one molded person Elio is Oliver Oliver is Elio everything is the same and that's like a love that's like overarching like encompassing completing which is like really different from a lot of the love stories that we we've seen you know oh yeah, yeah definitely I think I think this one was like extremely even even for how fleeting it was and just how spontaneous it was um it definitely felt extremely real like for everything that had happened and (sighs) I, i just had a lot of like bursting happiness moments in this film and even one of them was was that weird peach scene because you're watching it and you're like Oh my, oh my god, god that peach scene. this is amazing because you're like is he really gonna do this yes he's really gonna do this like what i've never seen anything like this before like it's so like shocking but also great you know just yeah i i don't know how to else to say it it's just it's like ridiculous it's so ridiculous but also wonderful like i don't know there's so many there's so many reasons why it's so great i feel like it only makes sense just because of how like intense elio has been feeling this whole time like it it only makes sense that that he that he fucks a peach like it it really does so much sense because he's he's such a horny teenager doesn't make sense it does he just is like he he's always feeling these intense feelings all the time and who and who knows like in, in the book, he's constantly talking there about. Are, there are other ways. What? There are there are other there ways. There are other ways besides a peach. Oh, I know, I know. But it's like at the moment, <laughs> yeah. Because he's just he's a teenager. <sighs> like he's, I don't know. They put their dick in everything, and he's curious. <laughs> like, <sighs> I, I mean, it's, it makes so much sense because he's seventeen years old. You know, I think a um, lot of. What people... did you guys think of the controversy with the um, age difference? Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to bring up. I mean, I... So, Elio is 17, and Oliver is 24. I've... That's such... It's such a weird topic, because 
yeah, it seems to be like a huge deal when people are younger, but then when you're older, like they're not even 10 years apart. No. Like people get married at more than 10 years apart. Like I feel like that it. Yeah, but it, it is, I think, just the cusp of of okay because of the fact that Elio is 17. Like, if he was 16... 17 and Elio was also very mature and yeah. and smart. Like... Yeah, he's different. And it's also the 80s. And it's in Italy. Like, it's not like it's a different... Like, it's not today. It's a long time ago. It's a... You know, it's in Italy. Like, the age of consent in Italy is like 14. Like, literally. I think it's 16. Either way, it's, it's still legal, yeah. <laughs> I mean... It, and it's not like Oliver actually, like, comes on or, like, is a predator to Elio at all. He's not. Like, it's completely consensual the whole time. Yeah. So I just don't have an issue with it. I don't. And I don't... No. I just I... want to know your thoughts. Also, in real life, Timothy is, um, 22. Yes. Yeah, he is. And what? Army is, like, 30 or something? Yeah, he's 30. 31. 31, I think. Mm-hmm. So, again... I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it was necessarily a stretch to make um, Army look twenty-four when he's actually thirty-one. I don't know. He he looked he looked like he could be. I don't know. I'm also a horrible judge of age, but (laughs) he he looked like I don't know. He looked like a pretty grown twenty-four-year-old. It's true. He did. He did. (laughs) Yeah. He's a bit too tall to play, like, a teenager in a movie. He's extremely tall. Oh. Um, but, like, Timothy Ralph, looks Timothy like looks, his age. looks very young, even though he's 22. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He's, he looks 17. His, uh, his chin has gotten so much more chiseled, though, for, like, the, in the, because his hair's longer now, so, it, like, it makes a difference, really. His hair is crazy curly right now. Yeah, he 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 went to like this award show, and I watched this video of him talking about the movie, and he said, "There's so many different names for this movie, including James and the Giant Peach." Oh no! Oh, it was funny. No! Um, God, no, no, no! <laughs> yeah. No. Oh no! But he also did. He did take his sister to the Golden Globes, and I'm gonna hold my brother to that. <laughs> Oh my goodness, Alzheimer's. I'm serious. <laughs> I actually first saw him um, in Homeland when he was like 14. Yeah, yeah. He's been in a lot of stuff. I mean... He was the vice president's son, and I remembered him. Mm-hmm. He's a good actor. He's... Yeah. He's really good. It's like, I think the fact that he was even nominated among the greats for this Golden Globes is like... Ama- like Daniel Day-Lewis and Denzel, Denzel Washington, Washington and... Gary Oldman. I mean, just like... What? Tom Hanks? Like Tom he's, Hanks. He's like 22 years old, and all these other guys are like in their 60s. And have been in like way more movies, and just like... But he is so good in this movie. Like, he really is. It's crazy, because you're in his head. Like, I just don't think... Like, people who watch this film, it's like... You don't really think about it, but you really know what this kid's thinking, like, most of the time when you see his face. Oh, like, yeah, definitely. Like, these... These emotions and feelings that he that he portrays are like completely transferable. Yeah. To any situation. It's crazy. He's just remarkable. <laughs> I just I just found myself sighing like every five minutes. Oh like, yeah. For just for just the beauty every, of everything. Every day after watching this movie, I was just like 
Because you just think about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I really, really want to want to read the book. Yeah, the book. The book's really great. It is good. I'm gonna read it again because that it's so dense in the end. Like, there's a lot more stuff in the end, and I'm not you gonna know, tell I saw, you about it. I but... saw. I saw a guy reading it on the tube the other day. Oh, it's going to be me. That's so funny. <laughs> if you can't get it, Vicky, um, Alessandra found a version on YouTube where Army Hammer reads it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, he reads the audiobook. I might listen to that after. I might, after I I might as well. I think I could download it and listen to it myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's, there, there's a YouTube to MP3 yeah. uh, website. Oh, man, that would be great. <laughs> oh. That's, how I, that's how I did it for the Sherlock theme song. Oh, man. Okay. What else to talk about? I think we pretty much covered everything. I, oh, also, like, just how extremely Italian everything was. I loved it. Like, there was, like, yeah. the... Anchisi, the, like, brought the fish from the river to just eat. Like, and then, like, he's, the like, talking in, He's talking in French and Italian all the time. But, like, he's talking in, like, Mafalda, and he's, like... <laughs> Ma che cosa? Like, what did I do? Like, it's so good. It's so perfect. Like, everything is just so Italian, and I just love it, like, so much. But there's just, like, such a beautiful blend of cultures. It's, like, French, Italian, Jewish, you know, like, all all together in this one, like, family. Yeah. It's just beautiful. But you see his loneliness, and, and because he's an only child. I mean, it would be so different if he had a sibling. Because he's alone. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. He spends a lot of time alone, like, transcribing music, and a lot of time playing the piano. Well, yeah, and depending on and depending on who the, who the uh, student is every year, like, there could be someone that he just never talks to, and he just has to... And, you know, you can tell that he gets a little annoyed by his friends that he does have in Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, if he if the student who comes doesn't mesh well with the rest of the family like that could definitely make someone feel lonely what do we think of how he treats Marcia I feel bad for her I do I do feel bad for her at first especially because he like he has the worst not even excuse for how he treated her um but yeah, there's like this funny, these funny gifts on Tumblr of like him telling off Marcia, like yeah. saying, you know, she's like, "How come you didn't come? I haven't seen you in three days." And he's like, "I had to work." <laughs> I'm like, he's like, "My my goldfish got run over." Like it's 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 all these terrible <laughs> terrible excuses for like how, for why he disappeared for three days. Yeah, just like completely. Um, I like how the mom kind of like invites both girls for dinner and she's like, we need to talk. Yeah, I know. We need to tell you what's I happening. I feel like she probably told them. But then, like, it's like, well, how much could she intimate? Cause, because then Marcia doesn't, she's like, I forgive you at the end. Um, oh, that scene where he leaves him on the, the train tracks, like, I mean. It's just heartbreaking. I, I think about it and it, he just you're watching him go and that's all it is is really just somebody getting on a train and leaving just like their body's not near you anymore and and it's just like oh and Oliver's like trying to keep it together I mean Elvia's trying to keep it together and he's just like and when he calls up his mom he's like can you come pick me up and like he has that like brief sob and you're like oh god 
You're in so much pain and right now. I didn't now. Even get to kiss goodbye. No, like, no. Uh, no. They got like three wonderful days together, which that scene in the in the mountains is just beautiful with the with the waterfall and everything. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. But yeah, again, um with the whole Marcia thing, it definitely was not cool that that they um brought in these two girls basically to get back at each other. Yeah, and, you know. Basically. But Well, it's not like he's do he's not doing things with Marcia to get back at Oliver. I think that's not it's definitely the case with Oliver and the other girl. Yeah. But I mean Elio does actually care about Marcia. Like that's he, true. He doesn't just like think of her as an object or something. He does really think about her as a person. Um and even in the book, like it, it's like they're separate relationships. He doesn't see them as the same thing at all. It's a completely like day and night Elio kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, that's true. I mean, he's he's got just like such a loose, you know, loose sexuality. It's kind of just like he'll fuck anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful film. Any other uh, notable things well, that you remember? Because have you only seen it once, Vicky? Yeah, I've only seen it once. Yeah. Um, no, I think we pretty much covered it. I'm excited to see. I hope it gets nominated. Yeah. I think it deserves to. I uh, hope it does, too. Yeah. I know. We'll find out. We'll find out on Tuesday. Yeah. I, I just think my... Uh, this this film is just... Like, I was trying to explain it to Emily. Like, especially the week after, I was in just in so much... I was in love with this movie so much that I just completely, like... Things things were like music sounded better and colors were brighter and like I was just like in love with this film and then I was trying to you know I told my one of my friends and they were like it's just a movie and I was like I know it's just a movie but it's it's also like a work of art okay like it's like seeing a truly beautiful art piece and then just seeing make changing it's like changing the way that you think about things you know yeah that's like a lot of people experience that with art, right? I'm, I'm not just the only one. You don't think I'm overreacting, right? No, because I, I definitely <laughs> was was feeling all these same feelings um, the week the week after watching this movie. It's it's definitely subsided. Think... It's subsided. What, Vicky? Oh, I think I need to rewatch it alone because watching it in a big group. Yeah, it was sort of. Everyone was commenting, and it made it made for a really fun like viewing experience. But maybe I didn't experience like everything. Because we were just yeah. we would just be like, like cheering and like yelling them on and like yeah, yelling about the peach. <laughs> so it made for a really fun viewing experience. But yeah, maybe a, I should watch it alone. I think you should try to yeah, you should try to find a screener or something and just street you know watch it on your own because it it has that kind of yeah, it, it's a very internal movie and it is fun to watch with other people but that's what I I think it is kind of like we showed our friends and I showed my parents and it was like I don't think they really felt it as much as we felt it because we watched it in a theater and like yeah we're forced to take it all in without having a you know a lot of commenting going on um yeah it makes a difference 
it does and uh no yeah i think so yeah and it's like reading a book because when you read a book you're alone and you read your own book and it's like you you get to take it in and internalize it differently than anybody else would so yep I'm just gonna probably keep making fan art for it, and uh, there's a lot of fan art out there. Oh, okay, that that digital painting thing was amazing, Alexander. Thank you, thank you. The one of Timothy. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Any excuse to stare at his face you need, for? You need to just post that everywhere. It was amazing. I mean, I tried, but you know, there is a lot of art out there. So, <laughs> if you want to share, you know, can as well. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. I, it took me like all day and I just I'll post it on the Twitter page if you want to send me a pic. Oh yeah. I will. Yeah. Yeah. That would maybe be, maybe uh our Twitter our all by the popcorn Twitter. Which you can follow. Yeah, yeah you Oh, can. are we are we segueing? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we could segue. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for Lucky, uh, the movie will will retweet it because they're crazy with the retweets right now. Oh, they are like, crazy they with the retweets. Are retweeting All everybody fan art. who says anything about comedy by your name, like all good stuff. I so know. maybe they'll retweet it. Yeah, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe not. You got to do it now though. Yeah, that's <laughs> um, I'll do it after this. But yeah, so you, can, you can follow. You can follow us. You can see Alessandro's art. After, yeah. Once I post it, which hopefully it'll be up by the time you go to look at it. Um, mm on our Twitter page we're at buy the popcorn mm-hmm. and um, you can also email us at yeah email email us your thoughts on the movie if you if you liked it if you didn't like it we would love to know mm-hmm. um, you can email us at all by the popcorn podcast gmail.com gmail.com and all by the popcorn at gmail.com and uh, if you liked this you can leave a comment on SoundCloud. Or, or comment on iTunes. Or on iTunes. That would be super helpful. And find us on Facebook. Just search us. We have a page. You guys are everywhere. Yeah. And if you haven't listened to our radio play, we posted that like yes. like, like 11 days ago. Vicky, sh- did you like it? Yeah, Vicky. Vicky starred. Yes, I did. Vicky starred in our Pride and Prejudice radio play. St- yes, she did. Duh. You did. Oh, she you played. were great. Who'd you I play, Vicky? Featured. Vicky, who'd you play? <laughs> I played, I played, okay, let's think. I played uh, Caroline. Yes. And I played Mary. Yeah, Mary. <laughs> yeah. And Lady Catherine and yes. the maid. Perfect. So four characters. There yeah. you go. So if you want to listen to Vicky's beautiful voice in our radio play. <laughs> yeah. And if you love Pride and Prejudice, go Austinites. Yes. And go ahead and listen to that now on SoundCloud. My, my parents listen to it and they can only identify two of my voices. Oh, <laughs> really? Where I, were you? I put your, yeah. like, I tried to make them different, you know, so. I know. <laughs> no, it was funny. Yeah. They were like, they're, yeah. Perfect. Well, I'm glad that they liked it, and uh, you'll like it too if you listen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People listen, listen, sheeple. All right. Oh my goodness. That's all I got. You, you, you've gotten a lot of views, though, right? Yeah, it's getting there. We had a. Um, I think in the past twelve days, we've gotten. I, I think we're over seventy now. Yeah, it's. I think it's more. Oh just, wow. Which yeah. is pretty good. It's probably more by now. I don't know. I haven't checked. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Just on SoundCloud, though, because we can't Oh, yeah, can't we, can't, tell. we can't count anywhere else. We don't know how to f- see if anybody's listening to us on iTunes. So that's why I, I need people to email us and follow us on Facebook, because we honestly can't tell on iTunes. So, please. And, uh, yeah. 
thanks for listening. Vicky, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much, Vicky. Of course. We're so I'm happy. I'm glad we could work out the time difference. We're so happy we could Skype you in. And then from now on, I will be the one having to Skype in. But it's okay. We're, we're not going to have it on the Skype. We're just going to record separately. Yeah, don't worry. Even though Alessandra is moving, the podcast will still go on. Will there will st- be more... Young Indiana Jones. <laughs> yes, don't you worry. I am. It's. I'm really excited to do the podcast. Like, it's. I'm gonna be more itching to do it more because I'll be farther away. So, it's gonna be perfect. Yeah, we'll try and get the episodes out more consistently because uh, <laughs> these past two months have been kind of insane. Uh, so, yeah. um, so yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. 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 Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.